Welcome to Risk Never Sleeps, where we meet and get to know the people delivering patient care and protecting patient safety. I'm your host, Ed Gaudet. Welcome to the Risk Never Sleeps podcast, in which we learn about the people that are on the front lines delivering and protecting patient care. I'm Ed Gaudet, the host of our program, and today I am pleased to have Jason Elrod, the CISO of Multicare Health System with us from, from the great state of Nevada. Welcome, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> Happy to be here. Yes, and you can tell Great City Nevada by the aliens present. By the, <laughs> if you can see. Yeah, I so my boss is here, so we got to be careful about oh, the abduction yes. talk. No, there. Let me get oh. that tinfoil hat. Hold on one second. Too late. <laughs> we started. Uh, well, there's risk, a great result. Never- one, be prepared. <laughs> Were you in a production by design? I know. I told you, I never know where this is going to go. So, did you play Atari when you were a kid? Atari, yes, Atari twenty six hundred. Ah, very. There we go, cartridges and all. So, do you know the story of ET? You remember when the ET game came out? I remember the ET game. Yeah, game out. And it was a flop. And there's a documentary on it. I actually had the inventor, the designer of. E.T. on the show. Oh. Howard Scott Warshaw. Yeah. And he uh, talked about it, but there's a documentary about the burying of the E.T. cartridges that came back from retail. Supposedly, Area 51 is where they buried them. So check out the documentary. I can neither confirm nor deny. (laughs) Can never. Yeah, that's right. So let's kick off with a little bit about you, your organization, your current role. Great. Hi, I'm Jason Elrod. Glad to be here on the Speed Dating uh, Risk Never Sleeps <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I am the CISO for Multigear Health System. I've been here for two years. Previous to that, I was with uh, Sutter Health in, in California. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I've got a long tenure. I've got a non-trivial tenure in technology at this point, probably over 40 years. And uh, the last 25 or so focused specifically on information security. Probably the last, I think it's 13 now, really in the vertical of healthcare. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's sort of in a nutshell. How did you get into healthcare? You know, I had the opportunity to step into healthcare, you know, like I said, just about 13 years ago. And it was funny. I had a chance to audit the organization as an independent mm-hmm. auditor or join the organization. And so I actually went with the latter and the rest is kind of history, I guess they say, mm-hmm. because in, in the vertical itself, in healthcare, it really resonates with me, the mission. So there's not many other places nerds like me can actually ply their trade in the fashion that has an immediate and measurable impact on people's lives. Mm-hmm. So it really, for me, I didn't actually plan to be there that long. I never planned to that. And so yep. my short tenure is a decade, yeah. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> but that shared mission will be right so over. Important. That kind of gives you an indication how quickly it'll be. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> like I said, you get a chance to help people. Mm-hmm. And this is what really came out of it. Why, why I've kind of stuck with healthcare for the last decade or so. You get a chance to help people when they're I'm going to say not feeling real secure, not feeling real confident. Maybe there's a little uncertainty. Maybe there's Mm. doubt. Maybe there's, like I said, fear. I mean, you have people at their most vulnerable. And when you do technology or information security in healthcare, you get a chance to actually help people feel more secure, Mm -hmm, help mm -hmm. people feel safer, Mm -hmm. really actually get out there. And when people are most uncertain, most vulnerable, you're one of the ones that gets to stand up and says, you know what? The fire's that way. I'm going to run that way. and I'm going to stop it. Yeah. You get to say, hey, you know what? Stand behind me. I'm going to take this. I'm going to jump up there. That's so a really great point. resonates yeah. that sort of defender mindset. And it's just, it's stuck like, with me for a long time. And a real direct impact too, to the lives of patients, right? And, yeah. and employees and, and that patients, are serving. Right? right. Exactly. 
it's and we're all patients. You. We're all patients. Exactly. We're all the, patients. The right? alien. I want somebody alien. like me mm-hmm. defending me when I'm a patient. Yes, no, that's a great point. That shared mission is unlike any other industry in healthcare, which is why when you do eventually come into healthcare, you never leave. Which is a great point. Well, it, it, it resonates with you. I mean, I, I yeah. used to run data centers for financial organizations. Yeah, different mission value. I don't want to say soulless, but uh, I don't know. You know. <laughs> like I said, I don't want to say no words. Your words, but but, but, but I think different mission, right? Different yeah. mission, different mission, different north star, and those play into things. So yeah, paid well, I bet. <laughs> paid, well, yeah. paid well, paid well, paid really super well. great. Uh, mission. There we go. Yeah. So <laughs> so as you think about the next twenty four months, what are those top of mind priorities for you in the organization? Drinking coffee and doing cool stuff. <laughs> cool stuff is good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, drinking coffee and doing cool stuff. Wow. Wow. Concentrating on some maturing areas of the organization impact. But I'm going to isolate it down. I'm going to say the biggest focus for the next 24 months is, again, really shoring up identity. Identity, access management, identity proofing, AI and deep fakes. And all of that surrounding ecosystem right now is challenging really good identity programs requires a focus on identity as a program. Identity is the perimeter for me. I mean, it's who or what should have mm-hmm. access to where, when, why, to what extent, for how yeah. long. It's certainly more important than ever. Did you have experience at Sutter on the Improvata platform? Were you on the Improvata platform at all? Or? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Ran Improvata there? We run Improvata here. You do. You run it Yeah, Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that combination with the identity is the identity travels, obviously. And making sure it's protected wherever it goes is really, really critical these days. More, yeah. more it's like the idea of one, one entity, one identity. Yeah. Okay. One entity. So, so I, I, even though I may transfer around various system solutions capabilities, mm-hmm. it should still be me and recognizable as me and mm-hmm. provable as me. Mm-hmm. So, and it should be done in as frictionless way as possible. Yeah. That's probably the harder, let's make up some terms, technical fandango that's going to have to go on behind the scenes. So I think that kind of ecosystem. And then I kind of have another two. I've got one that's not sexy, that absolutely is a concentration, documentation. Oh, not sexy. <laughs> but <laughs> Document, <laughs> documentation. You know, uh, how would you do that? Why did you do that? Where do you do that? Mm-hmm. Hey, you no longer have that job. Somebody came in here. Hey, this is how I did it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just says stuff. You did yeah. cool stuff. And yeah. then- <laughs> That's right. Well, that's not really documentation. That's like a mission statement. Yeah. I don't need intention statements. I need really good documentation. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say probably the other aspect there is just, and I think most organizations have this one, documentation. I mean, if you really want to mature a program, document it in such a fashion that if I got up today and walked away, let's just say for a vacation, like a 60-day vacation, could somebody pick up my documentation, my room books, my side box, my flow chart? Could somebody pick it up and do the job? Yeah. Could somebody pick it up where it's rationalized? Great point. Yeah. And how do you measure it if it's not documented? How do you improve upon it if it's not documented? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really good points. I noticed you didn't mention AI. <laughs> like everybody else. You also didn't else. mention quantum computers or blockchain. Oh, well, quantum. Thanks. <laughs> blockchain's, blockchain's passe. That's like last, last week. You know, that, that, <laughs> so block not. <laughs> so block not. Um, yeah. Okay. So AI, mm-hmm. we're not getting away from it. And it's very emergent right now in its current form. So we've used AI we, in various fact, uh, mm-hmm. form factors. 
that weren't so interactive and, and easily adopted and easily used and, and modified. And so yeah. I went so much in the um, public ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So AI has been around for a while. I think it's just advancing at a breakneck pace right now. Yeah. yeah. So it is, it's going to have to be part of everything we do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when I talk about its identity, I mentioned deep fakes, deep fakes are actually yeah. enabled yeah. Right. at scale because of AI. Mm-hmm. So maybe I should get AI to do my documentation. We'll take that one, write that one That's down. That's right. There you go. <laughs> Watch what Jason yeah. does, write it down in coherent documentation. <laughs> but it brings up a point. I mean, we're going to see aspects of AI in every aspect mm. of, of business and healthcare and those things. Yeah. And I see two, two sort of diverging. I see the impact on cybersecurity of AI. So mm-hmm. how does that impact how we detect, respond, recover, protect, mm-hmm. and, and enable organizations from a legacy standpoint and a modern going forward. Mm-hmm. So what's the impact of AI on it, on cybersecurity, and how do we ensure the cybersecurity of AI? Mm-hmm. We have the impact of AI on subject, and how are we securing our AI? Yeah. And I think that's another deep component. So those are kind of the big tranches when I look mm-hmm. at risk in AI right now. It's those two areas, because yeah. here I want to make sure that this is running in a fashion that has high integrity, high confidentiality, mm-hmm. high availability. And over here, I want to ruin a hacker's day because they're trying to ruin my day. Yeah. At exactly. the same time, <laughs> so I need parity of, of uh, technology there. What else keeps you up at night? What else keeps me up at night? Yeah. I don't know. It's a good question. I think probably it's the caffeine I drink. Oh, man, after the old espresso. But, I mean, there's always going to be something happening. Threat actors, yeah. threat activity. It's 24-7, 365. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to compartmentalize it and know what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? Be rational about the prioritization of efforts and resources. So like I mentioned, uh, so documentation is probably not keeping me up at night. Right. Identity and the aspects of that, of that security perimeter, those are a little bit. Mm-hmm. I would say that, and nowadays I would say that probably the increase of insider threat activity. Mm. Interesting. And I throw that into three categories. So I have malicious actors. Those are bad guys getting in and I'm going to worry about, did we get a compromise? Do we have a, mm-hmm. an insider threat that's going to propagate something malicious? A two-thirds of insider threat occur from after uh, accident. But then we click something, goes, oh, right. I shouldn't have done that. I knew I shouldn't have done that. Oops. <laughs> right. <laughs> so there's accidental mm-hmm. and there's ignorant. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I wasn't supposed to do that. Yeah. It just seemed like a good idea. I see an increase there and it's really trying to help mitigate two-thirds of that insider mm-hmm. threat which I think we can put some control over when we can yeah. assist and we can enable and we can champion. Hey, yeah. let's get everybody trained. And if there's an accident that happens, accidental threat, is there a way can we can learn from that? Then can we technically prevent it? Can we protect those folks yeah. from doing that accident again? Yeah. Limit the blast yeah. and the impact. Yeah, really, exactly. Really important. So last couple of years with the pandemic been difficult on a lot of folks. What are you most personally and professionally proud of? Personally and professionally Proud and or and or I'll keep it on the professional side. Okay, where it is, I think the last couple of years have been very dynamic. And professionally, say I'm proud to have been able to affect good change in security programs in healthcare. So I have seen measurable improvements in capability and in maturity and in the teams and then talent profile, and nice. it's absolutely. Not my fault. <laughs> I got to participate. 
<laughs> and, and so I'm uh, proud yeah. to be surrounded by the team that I have and the people that are actually doing a lot of this work. So nice. I have a lot of, I have an immense amount of respect for the folks that I work with, that mm-hmm. work for me, and that I work for. So I'm very proud to be part of an organization that, and a team that's aligned, and I would say shares a North Star and does it without being a bunch of, but well, being nice <laughs> to each yeah. other. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, or being professional. So yeah. I'm proud to be able to hey, cultivate that and champion that and help move culture that way because I think culture it's so hard to get it right. Yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> no, time, it's a good, so. yeah. And I love that you brought it up because a lot of people take it for granted, but it's so difficult to get the culture right. Yeah, you know when it's not there, right? Yeah, you certainly do. Mm-hmm. Yes. So outside of healthcare and IT and cyber, what are you most passionate about? What would you be doing if you weren't doing this job? Oh, God. I'm a voracious reader. No. Learner. I, didn't I, I read. So, I mean, I'm reading all sorts of stuff all the time. Yeah. You probably have five my... books going like I do. Well, I try to do that, but <laughs> I'm not saying I haven't. <laughs> so I usually try to get. So I usually try to get something in the fiction category. Yeah, nice. I, I like it. You know, it takes me mm-hmm. back to my, you yeah. know, my my fantasy and science fiction roots. Oh, um, science fiction so, roots. Oh, oh yeah. So I, I love all that. And so did I'll, you I'll read, read Cryptonomicon? Did you ever read that, Neil Stevens? I'm just. I, I, so many people have haven't read it. It's such a great book. <laughs> well. What kind of podcast is this? <laughs> I'm looking for the cam now. I'm looking, looking. Of course I have. Yes. Okay, good. So, so yeah. well, you have, if you have classic, you have seminal works that I think are awesome yeah. to get involved with. Neuromancer. How about ah, that one? Yeah. Five. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's where we got the word cyber from. Yeah. Right. That's right. Yeah. So all that, all sorts of like Lord of the Rings stuff. And, and so I'm reading a bunch of, like Stranger in a Strange Land. How about that one? Did you read that? Stranger. No, I don't think I've got that one. Robert Heinlein. Mm, no, I haven't read that oh. one. Okay, that's a good one. That's an older one. All right, 50, yeah, send me that one. Nineteen fifties. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll watch this. I'll subscribe and watch this podcast. It's fantastic. So I can get that name and that book. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> but I'll do that, and then I'll usually have something on a business side or a technical mm-hmm. side. If I'm interested in a specific yeah. technology, and, and you know, and I'm like, oh, I got to do that. That's some mm-hmm. great blinky lights and nerd knobs. I want to, yeah. I want to learn about that or management or business type of stuff. So I usually have like kind of one that I would say is more escapist and one that is more yeah. sort of directed on it. It's because I like both. It's not because I'm thinking, oh, you know, a mm-hmm. learner should split his time up, you know, exactly 38% over here. And I just, I kind of like that kind of stuff, you know, so I'm, I'm going to do that. But Is there a writer or a novelist in there? You know, I'm not going to mention anybody specifically today, <laughs> but if you're happy to connect with me later on at the end, we figure out how to do that. Uh, I'm happy to share some of my current reading lists. Of All that. right. <laughs> I didn't know if you liked to write or thought about writing a book or, or any of that. If you, again, weren't doing this job, because there's only so much reading you can do, right? So there's reading, and I am currently, I'm, I'm a co-author with a few other folks on, oh. on a book on cybersecurity. Cybersecurity oh, marksmanship. Are. Yeah, we Cyber- are. We're working on that one right Cybersecurity marksmanship? Cybersecurity, uh, the cybersecurity CISO's marksmanship. Love that. Do you have a publisher? Coming to a bookstore near you. <laughs> you you're working with Wiley or? Uh, God, I should, I should no. actually know the, the publisher. I'm right? <laughs> off the top of my head. So I don't know the publisher name off the top no. of my head. But yeah, we're right working in. on that. We're hoping um, next year for that one oh, to come cool. out. Oh, cool. Very good. Currently Congrats. in progress. So, so I'll, read I'll and write. And know? write. Yeah, yeah, that's great. We play both kinds of music here. Country and Western. <laughs> we're going to get to music shortly. <laughs> Let's not skip ahead. <laughs> well, you could go back in time. What would you tell your 20-year-old self? 
wow, 20 year old? Mm -hmm. Are you surfing? Don't roommate with those guys. Sorry. Best answer so far on the podcast. <laughs> Don't roommate with those guys. <laughs> That was not life lessons you needed to learn. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Anything I, else? I, I, I guess I'd also, be, I'd also give myself some financial advice. Like, oh. yeah, start. I know you don't know what Bitcoin is. You can figure this one out. Collect some of that and, you know, Microsoft. <laughs> Microsoft. <laughs> you know, uh -oh. when I say fang, I mean the following, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Early and often. That's good. So, I love it. There you go. That's, yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Well, that's, that's a mic drop moment. So let's uh, move on here. So <laughs> I have to ask you this question because this is the Risk Never Sleeps podcast. Jason, what's the riskiest thing you've ever done? What's the riskiest thing I've <laughs> ever done that I'm willing to talk about on that's a podcast? Right. Exactly. Oh, you know what comes to mind? One of the riskiest things I ever did, it was one of the most rewarding things I ever did, but it's probably also one of the scariest things I ever did. When I was newly married and we had our first child on the way, my first son, I started a business with some friends mm. as the sole provider for the family. And so jumping into that- That's risky. Yeah. Huge risk. Yeah. Huge risk. And just sort of really diving into it. I would say that that was probably one of the riskiest things that I did. It turned out well. But it was risky, scary, and wow, really does test a lot of things, especially on a new marriage, a new father, business. Oh, yeah. It, it was what kept me up at night? Everything. I didn't sleep. I just waited. <laughs> That's right. So the next <laughs> Jason never sleeps. <laughs> Jason never sleeps either. Very exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so probably that. I was, okay. I was that, was, that was probably right. it. See, I thought it was going to be like surfing in Santa Cruz or something like that. Oh, no. No, no. no. I ride a motorcycle. That's pretty risky. What do you have? Right now I'm riding a KTM adventure bike. So. Oh, okay. You ever ride an Indian chief? I've looked at him. They're nice. <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. They're nice. They're nice. They're there. All right, cool. So um, Desert Island, you can take five albums with you. What are your top five music? My top five albums. Yes. I think we talked about this earlier. I know. Okay. Do yeah. I get an album player? You do. You get well. a record player. You, yeah, you I get a record player. You get a full solar or something. Yeah, it's a Macintosh. It's beautiful. The thing is beautiful. You're gonna it, have, it's a sight to behold. Okay. You're going to love this. Delivered yeah. by my little alien friend. I have no <laughs> idea how it works. It sounds <laughs> awesome. That's I'm like, right. why didn't you take me? You delivered this thing to play the albums exactly. that I happen to have packed exactly. with me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> On the desert island. Mm -hmm. Gosh, albums. Okay. So it's kind of a metalhead in the. Uh, huh? Ah, there it is. There it is. So I'll oh, talk okay. to that. So, so I liked early Metallica. Metallica take... Black. Well, Metallica, I actually go a little, a little oh, before that, even... right? Like, oh, very nice. No, a little before. Black, I'm awesome too. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to get the no, Jason no. Neustadt years when he was the uh -huh. bassist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. See, yeah. man knows yeah. his music. I do. Yeah. Uh, Queensryche, <laughs> Operation Mindcrime. Whoa. There's a pattern here, listeners. <laughs> so I that one, that was phenomenal. It. That's good. Yeah. Bowie, David Bowie changes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm a Ziggy fan. I love everything Bowie, though. Everything Bowie. Everybody, Any, so. Anything Bowie and everything Bowie. Yeah. I will say the first Beatles album. Oh. Went ahead. I want to hold your hand. Okay. Wow. Old school. What am I? Four there? Yeah. Yeah. That's four. I don't know what number, number five. God, there's so many, you know. I'm going to have to go with um, an Eagles. The Eagles. Oh, okay. 
Good album. I don't know which one I would put on there. No. I just, See, know. I thought maybe Radiohead with that alien over there. Well, maybe, I mean, and, and I, I did skip out all like the from the Chris Cornell, the whole grunge phase I had. That was, I mean, there's some like Alice in Chains, Phenomenal, Soundgarden, you name it. Oh, yeah. So, but I've only got five. And so, so, no, that's good. so th- th- I think those have those are good picks to me. And, and those would be the ones that I would those are uh, good. Those are excellent picks. All right. So, coming down to the stretch here, last question What advice would you give to folks? going into healthcare or cyber or both as they think about that path towards that profession? Don't do it for the money. You can make lots of money at it. Yeah, yeah, yes. I'm sure in various organizations, anything. Don't do it for that. Find a connection with it and then don't let anything stop you. Mm-hmm. Then don't. I mean, if you want to get out there and want to defend folks, you want to go out there and you want to help people, you want to apply your talent profile in a place where you can provide measurable difference to the good for people, 100% go do it. And don't let anything get in your way of that. I don't care if it's a degree or certification or a belief in yourself, get out of your own way. If that resonates with you, I think we need people where that resonates with them. They're not doing it transactionally. They're doing it with purpose. Mission-focused purpose. Be mission-focused right. on it. Yeah. If you want to do it, then just do it. Yeah. And there are plenty of folks out there to help you. There's plenty of resources. I mean, heck, connect with me. I'm happy to chat about it. Excellent. Well, that's great advice. Thank you very much, Jason. This is Ed Gaudet from the Risk Never Sleeps podcast. If you're on the front lines protecting patient safety and delivering patient care, remember to stay vigilant because risk never sleeps. Thanks for listening to Risk Never Sleeps. For the show notes, resources, and more information on how to transform the protection of patient safety, visit us at sensinet.com. That's C. E-N-S-I-N-E-T dot com. I'm your host, Ed Gaudet. And until next time, stay vigilant because risk never sleeps.